Before we get into today's episode of A Waste of Time with It's The Real, we wanted to make mention, because there has been such a big demand for this, we have new t-shirts available at itstherealcom slash shop, and the one that you guys asked us for the most are t-shirts with our AKAs on them, and Jeff, there's a lot of AKAs on them. We have so many AKAs, because we change it up every single time. 10 years of AKAs, never repeated an AKA, and now we have t-shirts that feature so many of them, including... Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Moving Bass, a.k.a. Jazz. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Alcoholism, a.k.a. Heartbreaker. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. About That Life, a.k.a. Mikey Likes It. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Pink in My Drink, a.k.a. Pepto-Bismol. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. The Math Tutor, a.k.a. You Don't Want No Problem. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Five Fingers of Death, a.k.a. Isotoner Gloves. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Trap or Die, a.k.a. The Oregon Trail. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Romus and Romulus, a.k.a. Latin Kings. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Coke and Mentos, a.k.a. Poppin bottle yo what up it's jeff aka buckshot shorty aka bambi yo what up it's eric aka petri dish aka for the culture yo what up it's jeff aka get these hands aka hammurabi code yo what up it's eric aka planting seeds aka hoe activities yo what up it's jeff aka titty boy aka t-shirt in the pool and so many more go to it's the slash shop right now cop an aka t-shirt we have tons of sizes and they're going fast now's the time to do it it's the real.com slash shop hey jeff hey eric how are you i'm pretty good how are you doing well thank you everybody 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 agrees mm. that last week's episode with dj who kid has been certified phenomenal oh my god it's been certified it, there's a plaque on the wall so it's official have we talked to the notary it's official Last week's episode was phenomenal, but not just the interview, which... No, who cares about the interview? Well, you know, the interview had amazing stories, Jeff. I'm talking partial Mathers. Yeah, the fuck job rule password. The T.I. The story and the big pun story. And when Tupac walked by and saw Who Kid getting beaten up by his father. Right, part on Poppy. Yep. So many good stories. See ya. <laughs> but it wasn't just the interview that people were interested in. It was the intro yeah. that caused quite a stir online. Yeah, well, okay, so my thing on Instagram is to... I say that I've heard a rumor that Cardo Got Wings... The producer. The producer um, is 4'11". I say, you know, I, he's a nice guy. I just... Has anybody else heard that he's 4'11"? Right, you say that in Instagram Lives. You yeah. say it in comments. You say it to his face. And last week we asked the people... Mm-hmm. To take part. Yeah. We said, hey, you should ask him. And then, well, we also said you should accuse him. <laughs> and boy, oh boy. Did people accuse him? Did a lot people, of people do that? A lot of people went over to his comments on Instagram it and was Twitter great. and said, hey. It was great for us. Sorry that you're 4'11", or I I uh, commiserate with you being 4'11", right. or I celebrate the fact that we're both 4'11". How or, tall is Mano if you're 4'11"? You know, it's the real sentence over here. We, it was a lot of traction. Instagram, yeah, A lot of Photoshop Twitter, questions. And we spoke to Cardo. He was very confused. Yeah. Thank you guys for taking part in that. This week... This week... We have a new mission. Okay, so... Children who are 18 to 24 months, yes, that's when they begin talking. Okay. And we, for the past 18 months, have behind the scenes, we've been trying to get Asad Khaled's first interview. Asad Khaled is Khaled Khaled's son. Khaled Khaled is DJ Khaled. And we want Asad Khaled's first interview. We need 
Asad Khalid's first huh. interview. Huh. Okay. Okay. Right. okay. <laughs> so, we want you guys, as many as you who went to Cardo Got Wings' Instagram for no purpose. This one actually has something behind it. Go there and say, at It's The Real should be your first words. <laughs> actually, do that. But also... Ask Assad when he's coming on It's The Real's podcast. It's a simple ask. Assad, who has been using Instagram for a long time at this point, yeah. should be able to just respond to you guys and reply, or you know what? Like it. Yeah. That's all we want. We want it to stay on his radar. Maybe Assad isn't aware of the behind-the-scenes goings-on. Yeah, I don't on. know if Assad listens to deep dives into um, industry power players. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe maybe management hasn't exactly been uh, forthright with him. Yeah, maybe he's more of like he listens to Tack Stone's old episodes. I don't know. Right, but the point is, guys, we feel like Assad appreciates the people. Mm-hmm. So go to at Assad Khalid on Instagram, leave a note, and let him know that he's more than welcome to stop by and sit down. We will get him what like a high chair, a high chair, a couple phone books, whatever he wants. He could sit on the couch. You know what? Dare I say, we would go to him. We would go down to Miami yeah. and interview him. Aside. Wow, this is a really good and well thought out idea. I think, I think Jeff, sometimes you need to go straight to the person to make this happen. So Assad, we welcome you on the podcast whenever you're ready. Yeah. For 18 months, 24 months, whenever you're talking. An hour and a half long interview. We That's just, all we need. We want to know about his journey. How did he get from point A to point B? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Just the full arc, the ups and downs. If he has any funny anecdotes. <laughs> Asad Khalid on It's The Reels podcast. If Guys, he has any funny stories about Puff's mansion. Just, we leave it to you. Do your job. Jeff, who do we have on the podcast today? Today on the podcast, we have Chromio. 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 We have Dave One and P-Thug, known as... Chromio. Chromio. Yeah. Man, we love these guys. This the music Montreal twosome. <laughs> Chromio has a new album coming out on June 15th, and it's called Head Over Heels. It's their fifth studio album. We fuck with their music so heavy, and we love all the singles that they put out so far with Drum and The Dream, and we know there's one coming up with French Montana, which we can't wait for. And this conversation is so good in terms of like, them being honest about their career and you know you talk about ups and downs and the worst performance they've ever had they knew exactly what it was pittsburgh, pittsburgh. yep <laughs> they they know about when things turned around for them they know about what's going on today with takashi 69 and they know what it means to put out an album on the same day as Nicki minaj as opposed to like yesteryear when it was just like the Black Keys or whoever. This is a great conversation from guys who are not new. They're not old. They're hitting right at the the sweet spot. They got great music on the way. We loved having this conversation. Jeff, when do you want to get into it? Uh, right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Puddles, a.k.a. See Me in the Streets. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Ernest Shremingway, a.k.a. Old Man and the THC. Hi, this is Dave Warren <laughs> from Chromio. <laughs> and I'm P. Yeah, it's a waste of time with it's the real. Guys, what's happening? How are you? What's up? So many shells on the floor. I yeah. know. Guys, a lot of exciting things we want to get to, including that we just saw the artwork for Head Over Heels. Congratulations on your fifth album. Your album artwork includes you guys. That is you guys. 
uh, how were both of you walking in heels? P's good because he practiced for an entire week. We also had a music video that you shot where you were yeah. walking in heels. So yeah. he was like really expert. <laughs> Method acting. Method acting. <laughs> one week. I one drove week. with the heels on, practiced on grass. I'm not even joking. Like, really? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Swear to God. No, but like, I come to the studio and he's like walking. Like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm preparing. <laughs> For real. Are you? Are your calves just like killing it now? Yeah. yeah. Yo, low key. I feel like our legs got more toned after the video. Probably. The legs look great. The real, the, but the real key is if you come to New York City and try to like walk on grates. You know? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, like that Rihanna <laughs> yeah. where her heel is like exactly on the. Yeah, yeah. She's a queen. <laughs> yeah. But the most important thing that we want to talk to you guys about is that Phil Collins is going to be touring North America for the first time in 14 years. That's where will amazing. you be? Oh. Yeah, we'll be there. That's yeah. We missed. We missed the the. Uh, we missed the Bad Boy reunion tour, so mm-hmm. so that was a big that was a bummer. So we're not gonna miss that one. We're not gonna miss one more night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just be clear, Phil Collins always over Peter Gabriel. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. Yes. <laughs> not even close. No, Phil Collins is is. I mean, it's hard to know now because he's so huge, but he was like the underdog in Genesis, and and um. The guy who mixed our last album had mixed a bunch of Genesis stuff. Really? Yeah. And he was telling us that like in sessions back in the day, you know, Phil Collins was like the Ringo, you know, and he'd be like, guys, guys, I, I got an idea. Why don't we? And no, nobody listened to him. People were like, yeah, yeah, drummer Phil. Okay. I got an idea. This is a Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, yeah. And then, and then basically like they all took a hiatus. He came back, did the huge solo album. And uh, and then after that, Genesis came back together, minus Peter Gabriel, who was like probably too proud. To, <laughs> and you know, Phil was singing, and and the Genesis stuff that's post Phil Collins is all basically you know Phil Collins songs, right? So yeah. came back with a vengeance. Um, you did not <laughs> that's work the best stories because <laughs> Tanza wins. You yeah. did not work with that uh, engineer for this album, no. But where did you dig him up from? Where'd you find him for the last album? He was doing a bunch. Of, I mean, he was from the UK. He had done like a bunch. His name is uh, Dave Bascomb. And he had done um, a bunch of stuff we liked. He had done like some 80s kind of like UK synth stuff we liked. Depeche Mode, Erasure, like just funky kind of like UK synth stuff that we were digging. So he's around. He still works. Yeah. Um, but on this record, we, we were all, we kept it uh U.S. based, I suppose. Is Eurasia a combination of the '80s bands Europe and Asia? <laughs> no, it's Eurasia. Oh, Eurasia. <laughs> but yeah. they're but they're also. I think they are. I think that they might be former New Order members. There's something in there. So, but I don't know. Is sure. that something where like you I'm guys sure. know his me. work at this point? Do you have to ask him to mix stuff of yours like just on spec and then see if you like it, yeah. or is it? Yeah, I mean, or or you know, you pay for one mix. I mean, we we did mm. that on this record too. We we sent the same song to a couple of people, and yeah, yeah, it's pricey, but it's sort of worth it. Our stuff is hard to, you got to get it just right. Yeah. you know, like if it's too clean, it's cheesy. If it's too lo-fi, you, it undermines the potential of the song. It's you just got to get it right. So, and we know you guys were like housed in in Burbank, right, for yeah. this album. Mm-hmm. Housed, yeah. Does it sound? <laughs> does it sound like Burbank? What does Burbank sound I like? No, Bob's Big Boy? I don't know. Yeah. Like, like a bunch of like uh, white uh, TV execs? <laughs> That's funny. Burbank, yeah, Burbank is like, I don't know, it's like Queens, you know? <laughs> it's like deep Queens. It's it's so 80s. And uh, 
I don't think. I hope it doesn't sound too much like Bur- Burbank's <laughs> funky though. But yeah, it's Look, Burbank is all the players from back then and today. <laughs> they all they're still all there. there. <laughs> all the session like guys. Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a sunny, sunny, a real when you sunny think, Jersey. When you think of an LA '80s LA vibe, a la Steely Dan, right? It's basically Burbank playing. You know. <laughs> so when like Haim is shooting like videos like walking down like Fairfax or whatever you guys are just going to shoot all your videos no they were walking oh, down Ventura, Ventura. oh Ventura yeah. oh, they, they actually they're the Valley, Valley Girls yeah but they they um, I feel they should have played up the Valley aspect mm-hmm. you know like maybe they should have called their last album like Lancashire Boulevard <laughs> or something you know like some real but very specific yeah like real deep Valley specific <laughs> references but um, but yeah, this is even deeper. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, they all know the area. But it's this is deep valley. Did you guys find like great spots to eat out in in Burbank? Not really. No, no. <laughs> no there's no such thing. I mean, there's cool Lebanese food, but we got sick of it real quick. <laughs> I and mean, there's there's two or three original hot dog and and you know, uh, what the Guy Fieri spot. Yeah, oh. there's a Guy Fieri spot. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally a couple of those and then you get a heartburn after the first time you taste it and then you're done. Yeah, it's not it's not dope, but you know, but like we found an amazing studio. And that's what you went out there for, right? Yeah, I mean the, the space was amazing and it was easy to set up collabs. I mean, we just wanted to have a collaborative album, so or more of a collaborative album, so it was so easy to post up there and have people come through and all that yeah. and play with us, you know. So we took the L on sort of like daily <laughs> cultural uh, uh, intake, yeah, and and but we knew the album was going to be a W, so sonically, yeah. so I mean, like, um, talk about the first time you met like Drum. Um, he had a bottle of Hen- he had a bottle of Hennessy. Mm-hmm. He smoked up. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's a real deal. He, yeah, his boy a, his boy spilled ginger ale on our carpet. Yeah, and I was annoyed. Oh well. I'm glad that he didn't spill it on like a keyboard because that yeah. would have been worse could've, than the carpet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean he came. My brother sort of brokered it. You yeah, know, as as always. <laughs> um, but I mean he's yeah. We we did a couple sessions with him and you know he's the real he's a real funkadelic dude. Um, we love his spirit. Yeah, he he's brought, like the like, happiest person I've ever met. Yeah. Also, actually, like, we we saw him grumpy one time. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. It was new. Yeah. It was new. <laughs> I mean, but you know, because I I think actually you know yeah he's I mean he's. Did you guys record everything so from from that studio, or did you go like for drum? Did you go to like Rick Rubens or? No, no. <laughs> most of it was at our studio, uh, the vast majority. And then there's a couple things we did at some other spots because there's so many. Yeah, mm. but you know we worked with a bunch of different people, so sometimes we do stuff at their studios, or we even did like writing retreats. Really? Yeah, that's like some real California shit. Like, yeah, we went to Ojai and rented a big house and brought a bunch of people and so there's some songs that are ended up being recorded there so. that's dope yeah it was like our version of the of the rihanna the rihanna rock nation camps, but, but chromio style you know? yeah well how did it feel to be like in like a, a a real like hugely collaborative setting as opposed to just the two of you guys I mean, it was funny. I don't know how P feels about that. But to me, at the end of the day, it still ended up being both of us because we had so much <laughs> yeah. material to harness. Mm-hmm. Like at first, you know, you're working with a bunch of people and sometimes P and I look at each other and like, all right, this is awkward. Or like, <laughs> or like, wow, this guy's really cool. Or like, this guy's good, you know. Yeah. But, or like, yeah, we're not going to keep that. But at the end of the day, it feels like it was still us editing and replaying and redoing everything and sort of, you know, it's not like we didn't spend any time because we had so much material 
to sift through yeah. and to go through and to replay and re-edit and re... I don't know how you say it. But Anna. Like, Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna. Re-re... And then re-Rihanna. Yeah. It just makes the process quicker and more efficient, I guess. Yeah, it was... Yeah. It was, But it, it... You got 10 heads doing what we've been doing. <laughs> you know, it's just more product. Yeah, yeah. But we, but we ended up, you know, redoing most of it. Like, it's like... At the end of the day, it's going to be me and P doing everything. Yeah. You know? And and luckily, like P says, we had tremendous help and tremendous input from people. But, you know, at, at 2 a.m. or 10 a.m., it's just us, you know, just <laughs> kind of, you know, shaping everything together so it feels like a Chromio record. The last record, I think, was pretty special in that it broke through this, this gigantic sort of pop sector, right? Where it was in, like, movie yeah. trailers and commercials and everywhere you went radio radio i mean jealous was the one yeah is that something where you go into this and you're like well we have to either like match that or beat that i mean we 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 want to we'd love to but and did you expect for jealous to do that not really no we i mean we knew it was going to be a big song yeah we knew it was going to be big but not you know but the thing is like you know uh, the obviously the climate is so different now and there's so much more music that's out mm. you know like I remember the day that our last album came out the only other release that day was a Black Keys record <laughs> and maybe like a soundtrack you know and now yeah. every week it's like you can't even keep up I can't keep yeah, up no, with the music like six different releases every Friday yeah, yeah. yeah. and like albums we're not yeah. talking the singles and three of those six are by, by Ray Schremer Ray Schremer so, yeah. right, exactly <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> it's a my, lot of music. my brother was like, "Start with the Slim Jim thing; it's the best one out of, of, of the three thirds." But but it's so much music, yeah. so you know, uh, it's hard to predict. I think you guys will hear that you know, qualitatively, it's it's one step beyond what we've done on the last one, and you can tell that we spent two and a half years doing it. Mm-hmm. After that, how it performs, we can't control. Right, and. Um, but you're Jewish, so you probably can control it. <laughs> <laughs> Make some calls. <laughs> get get Leo, get Irving on the phone. Get Leo on the phone. Well, as 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 you know, beyond beyond uh, uh, Semitic uh, Illuminati <laughs> Freemason black yeah. magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Other than that. <laughs> Other than that. But uh, there's a lot of people on this album besides you guys. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Drum, you have The Dream, you have French Montana, Stefan Don. All right, so Amber we, Mark. We were out in we were out in L.A. We were invited to some tiny show that they did at No Name. Oh yeah, and she was performing, and we were like, "Yo, this girl's got it, and yeah, she's cool, and she's awesome." How was that for you guys? I mean, that's one of the sessions we didn't do in person. Mm-hmm. You know, because she's British. <laughs> yeah, she was out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she, you know, but um, it just felt like like we had French on that song, and um, I felt like it needed something more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw that they had a song together, so they had a bit of chemistry. So I was like, oh, that'd be cute. Yeah. You know? Like at first, it was going to be dollar sign on that song. Wow. And then, like you know, there's no shortage of songs with with dollar sign on yeah. them. And I was like, ah we probably need another female guest just to round things off like voice wise and just tonally, you know, not, not cause there's a quota or anything, but just, just for the listening experience, I would say. Yeah. Um, and then, and then 
it's just cool to have her. It, it, it also like we just wanted like a Return of the Mac vibe. So <laughs> she, she fit that. It's just like it's one of those songs with a bop. Yeah, mm. a lot of our songs on this album are slower. Like we used to be in the one twenties. You know, yeah, it must sure. have been the only one that's in the one twenties. Everything is like one hundred five. Juice is one hundred five. Yep. One ten, a hundred. You know, it's just like more bop. Yeah more boppies and by by the way return of the mac you mean the french from montana version right? that's why yeah. that's why we got french on that one yeah that's like awesome. the song is called don't sleep and so that song like when we made it we were like okay it's like sort of like a chromio version of return of the mac meets <laughs> only you you know remix like yeah. the 112 <laughs> so so we were like okay who could work on that you know? and it, it's hard getting a rapper on a chromio song like it's not something we've that we would only do it if it made sense musically, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, I think on this particular song it does, but have you guys found that there are rappers out there who you didn't think would be Chromeo fans that are, we always knew there was Chromeo rapper fans. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know if Dragon is a Chromeo fan. I'm not sure. Oh, oh. for a second. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah, I know, that yeah. would have been cool. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah. But like, I, so I, you know, I don't know if our favorite obscure, but there are, <laughs> it's just more about like, would it sound natural mm-hmm. on what we do? Cause we are so protective of P more than me, even of like the specifics of the Chromeo sound, you know, like he's sort of the guardian of that. Yeah, well, I mean, like, who are your ideal guys um, in terms of, like, the rap space? We collaborated with them. That's it. That's <laughs> we, we just wanted to work with the dream. That was, like, the biggest oh, thing. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. was our biggest thing. That was, like, the one for us. When you, So you told us we ran into you at, at uh, our friends Nick Catch Dubs and Karen Rose's place, and like you were a like... Year, a year yeah. three months ago. And you were like, yo, here's what we're really going for. Here's the home run. Yeah. And we're like, well, I mean, that'd be amazing. And you're like, we want that real, like, real, like, walking on the moon yes. dream. Yes, And we were like, I mean... The 80s dream. Go get it. And you did. Yeah. So was that was that a collaborative thing? Was yes. that... And so he came to you guys? We went to his studio. Oh. Yeah. How is he to work with? Um... Uh, you gotta uh, stay up late yeah. it's a little bit like the Mike Dean podcast yeah. you just gotta be patient but I mean it's crazy like he'll he'll, you know he freestyles all his songs doesn't write anything down no and it and it's all punches you know so wow like comes does in. he engineer his own sessions no or? there's an engineer and the engineer just like punches in little bits and he sort of assembles it on the go but the first thing we did that is not this one like this another we did two songs but the first idea he must have what was it like 10 minutes mm-hmm. for the whole thing <laughs> seriously like the whole thing he just freestyles it and then puts it together like bit by bit uh, I'd never seen that and you know he he, you know he sings in the in the control room and it's not really about the pitch you know like auto tune is on pretty heavy but it's just the feeling and it's it's mind blowing yeah you know, he's he's I think Drake posted something on stories the other day, like with a screenshot of the dream and like I said, that's the goat. You know, we want to, we want slash are going to do more with him. I'd love to do like a little EP or something. Oh my God. Cause he's really our, our hero. Yeah. Well, we, we saw him speak during Grammy week here yeah, and that's right. And he's a genius yeah, he is. Yeah. and he has no problem telling you that, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's pretty, it's neither, neither did Prince and those guys. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, there's something very special about it. He's, um, do you guys think that, uh, look, I, we all admire your um, aesthetic and and the amount of time that you put into stuff and yeah. and and there's a lot of thinking that goes into it. Like yes. clearly, do you think that that perfectionism ever takes a toll on what you guys do? 
Um, it's a it's a very go ahead, sorry. It's sorry. a fine line. There's definitely moments where you have to be like, all right, we're beating the meat way too hard now. It's gonna ruin it. Beating the meat. <laughs> it's a Porky's <laughs> reference. It still works. Okay. I thought it meant. All right. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. That oh. is exactly what it means. Oh, that's what it means. Oh, so yeah. that's not what he means. Oh no, that's not what. <laughs> he means. Uh, he means like we're like. Uh, yeah. Beating we're a dead horse. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is. Oh. Yeah. Horse meat, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's right. Oh my god. McDonald's. Sure. Yeah. 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 It's like the spots in the in the valley, you know. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It works in French. <laughs> but yeah, so so, I also I think it's a valid question in again in in 2018 when, you know, sort of everyone's encouraging artists to put out a lot of music fast. Yeah. And we do want to do that now that we have our own studio and we can. You know, it's not going to take us. I mean, it's it's easier for us to do. But then, like. You know the attention to detail and the sort of craftsmanship aspect. We just got to find a way to. Yeah, and you wanted to put together an album. Yeah, not body just work, like, something yeah. with a narrative. You know, on this one, it's like you even have like there's a bit of, you know, like DJ Quick talks in between the songs <laughs> here and there, and like we just have. Well, all, he really does. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That's gotta be crazy because you grew up on on West Coast rap, right? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, he's the one that made us discover funk. Because we didn't know what that was. I mean, I'm sure your parents weren't playing funk much at the house. Were um, they? Were they? No, <laughs> not, not big like George Benson fans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. they were. They our our family listened to like Motown. Yeah, same. Um, same. Yeah, like Stax was probably like the yeah funkiest. The funkiest yeah. Thing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 same. But like not you know yeah. not not Bernie Worrell. No, no. right. No. So we discovered all that through DJ Quick, um, and West Coast hip hop when we were teenagers. So you know that that was our gateway drug into that yeah. sort of music well let's go back to the very beginning i mean where where are you guys from montreal canada montreal. But, but where bah, 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 bah. Yeah. but but where what what section of montreal section yeah yeah i'm from a neighborhood called outremont which is like um like it's right in the mid it's be kind of like the west village but some parts bougie some parts less mm-hmm. um it would like be like downtown, you know, like kids that grow up downtown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be like that, and peace from I'm the from, suburbs. I'm from B Town, and that's that would be like what Queens. Yeah, even further, the Burbank. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> very much. More like Burbank. Very, very much. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, the, yeah. the hour and a half commute. <laughs> oh wow! Every morning, every night. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Hour and a half. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah, just like far. So where'd you guys connect? Where'd you meet? School. Cool. And. Like under what circumstances? Well, we went to a school. We went to a French lycée. So basically, the reason why he did the commute, for instance, is that um, a lot of second-generation immigrants or first-generation immigrants from former French colonies <coughs> would send their kids there because they were like, you know, we don't know what the French are speaking here in Quebec. Like, <laughs> I don't understand what this is. Yeah. I want my kids to learn French like the way I spoke French. So. <laughs> So they would send their kids to this French lycée. My mom being from Morocco, you know, P being from Lebanon, a bunch of Haitian kids as well. Um, there was like North African kids, um, African kids as well. West from African, yeah. West, yeah, from fr- anywhere that used to be a French <coughs> colony, mm-hmm. know, Vietnamese. Every coast, yeah. yeah. Uh, Vietnamese too. Yeah, yeah the, like, all the parents were like, what is this Canadian <laughs> French? I don't know anything about this. My kids are going to a lycée, all right? Yeah. That's it. So that's sort of how we ended up there, and you know, we 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 had a band. We played in the band together, and what was the band's name? It was called Rubadoid. 
and it was like a high school kind of like Jamiroquai meets the Roots. Wow. Which is a trip because we're playing with the Roots tomorrow night on Fallon. Well, that's, that's dope. dope. <laughs> it's crazy. Like we, you know, we were like, I don't know if we were up on Organics, the first first Roots album. Yeah, right. But definitely the other one um, with the blue one with uh, the first one that's got Proceed and all that. On right. Uh, yeah. Um, it's not Illidelph Half-Life. It's the one right before. The one with I Shall Proceed. Yeah. And, you know, Silent Treatment, all those classics. That's gonna be distortion to static, yeah, and 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 you know we were just like you know Jamiroquai, the Roots, kind of acid jazz, funk. That was our thing, and then we got more into hip hop after that. Well, you did know. you guys see Jamiroquai out there at Coachella? Yeah, because just watching from the video, like they still got it. Like yeah, they kill. Great, the show was great. Forever the best. Really um, so were you guys like? Was it like a garage band in high school? Were you guys like literally practicing in? Not a garage, but could basements have been in the garage. Or, yeah, yeah, basements. Could have been. Yeah. You didn't get like grounded by like you know, <laughs> like playing on concrete floors. Uh, it could have been. <laughs> I mean, what was dope is what was crazy. You know, we were just like we. You know, we were kids we had our own little rehearsal space you know schlep our guitars every saturday for practice i remember for an entire year peep spotted me for mcdonald's because mm. i had two dollars and 74 cents for an entire school year in my bank account that was like <laughs> in my bank account i'm good <laughs> and so for an entire year you know it's just kids shit and yeah then, then we got into hip-hop more and but were you were you writing original stuff yeah, yeah. wow yeah. always actually kind of. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Like everyone just always covers stuff in high school. No, <laughs> we we were writing our own little riffs and stuff, and yeah, it, it wasn't very sophisticated. <laughs> but, and then you know, again, like I said, like then then we got into the drum machines and samplers and a tracks. And then we graduated to the '80s. Well, the thing is that we got into '80s stuff. This is really how it happened because of hip hop. <laughs> Can I say? You, you, you know <laughs> you don't remember, right? <laughs> what? Huh? Can I give the true yeah, peace yeah. memory? I'm not. I don't want to put you on blast, but your memory is. Just go ahead. <laughs> this is really how it happened. I swear. To, I'm going to tell you guys exactly how it happened Just in order. Don't beat the meat. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not talking about that. You remember that? Yeah. yeah. A lot of that I going on. That. A lot of that. Right around that time, yeah. <laughs> when I started collecting funk records. <laughs> So, all right, this is exactly how it happened. Basically, we were like hip-hop heads, right? And so we were buying all these old records, sampling them, making beats. But you couldn't make beats with 80s records, you know, because 80s sampling, it, that was puff, right? right? Yeah, like, yeah. But we were on some, like, Lord Finesse <laughs> shit, right? Yeah. Sampling jazz records, whatever. Yeah. You chose the roots over, you know, Bad Boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stacks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we so but we had all these '80s records that we would buy because in Montreal they were dirt cheap. So we would just buy anything. It was one dollar, you know, quarter. You could just buy crates, crates. People would go, come to Montreal and like raid the city, like people from the U.S. Oh yeah, yeah, because it was like. So I think Cypher Sounds told us that he used to go up there and do that. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> all my brothers, like all the X Men, all those guys would yeah. come up. They'd have shows with a track. They would raid the stores. <laughs> Peanut Butter Wolf, Shadow, all those guys. Cause yeah, they were so cheap. So we bought all these records, but the 80s joints we would just like listen to low-key. <laughs> and P always had a penchant for that stuff because he was more into West Coast and like kind of like funk and Moogs and drum machines, you know. But there was nowhere to sample that or to kind of use it when you're producing mob deep sounding hip-hop. So we just low-key kind of <laughs> listened to that stuff. And I remember we went to see The Wedding Singer. 
I remember that. And The Wedding Singer, according to me, is the first movie Wait. that like makes fun of like 80s stuff. <laughs> I saw that movie? Yeah, we saw it in Vancouver. Really? Yes. It's a seminal part of your history. I, yeah. <laughs> I remember we saw The Wedding Singer and we were like, "Wait, this is hot. Like this is actually hot." Like Spin me around, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then and then we bought like a we bought um what were we doing a, in Vancouver. Huh? What were we doing? We in Vancouver? went because A Track had a show, and we just went to oh, hang yeah. out <laughs> all the way and across then, the country. Yeah. yeah, and we had nothing else to do. <laughs> and then we bought like a truck store, a, a truck stop compilation of like awesome eighties, <laughs> and then we would listen to it on our road trips. I remember like Mob Deep, uh, uh, Murder Music had just come out. Wow, I just literally it had come out. So it came out that we had. We drove from Montreal to Miami to just like to hang out. Again, we had nothing to do. <laughs> we drove to like my grandparents' like Jewish apartment in Miami, <laughs> Jewish retiree apartment in Miami from Montreal, which is like you know, a million hours. Yeah, a million yeah, hours. Yeah. And what kind can, of car? You listen to the entire decade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could. Yeah. What car? That was P's the RAV4, right? RAV4. Wow. Yeah, P's RAV4. Wow. We drove. Sorry, David. Thank you. <laughs> Go on. What you don't remember? So we I drove driving to Florida. Yeah, I don't no, remember we Vancouver. <laughs> we drove down. Please. We drove down, and so and it was so crazy. I was like, yo, 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 this Mob Deep record came out. We have to stop at like a mall. There's probably like a record shop, but we also bought like an awesome '80s kind of compilation right. in that car. And like this is when we started being like, all right, this is like our guilty pleasure is listening to like Soft Cell you know, <laughs> and all that. And like, because like I, I barely knew those records when I was a kid. I was even too young to register those when mm-hmm. I was five. You right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I couldn't. So this is me at like, me and P at like, I don't know, 18 maybe, being like, yo, this is hot. You know, like, yeah. but like, hot. Let's like do our own version of this. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. First, like, this is funny. Hot. <laughs> it always starts with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. think about it. Yeah. If yeah. Now yeah. it always starts with like <laughs> my parents. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It always starts. <laughs> like, imagine now if we were all like, like Loki being like, "Yo, Savage Garden, kind of <laughs> hot though." You know what I mean? Like, just Loki, like Pitbull, <laughs> kind of cool. Yeah. If we started all listening. Ironically, more or less ironically, let's say to Pitbull. Yeah, that's yeah. an even better example than Savage Garden. And like Pitbull, pop Pitbull, or Pitbull, like yes, you know, TVT, TVT, no, no, whatever yeah, Pitbull. Like, doesn't TVT, matter. Yeah. I'm not talking about Kulo, you know, <laughs> any Pitbull. Yeah, and we were like, he's kind of good, kind of <laughs> cool. It would be like a good two years before then we'd start being like, yo, I, I made this. Don't don't laugh. Right. You yeah, know, yeah. it's exactly how it went <laughs> yeah. down. It was like it was like at first we spent like a couple of years being like. Wait, put the put the CD on. <laughs> it, it starts. On. It starts with it's kind of cool, and then he kind of has skills, <laughs> and then then it's like, all right, don't laugh. I made this. Don't laugh. <laughs> and then like, all right, I'm not laughing. Yeah, me neither. Oh my god, should this be our thing? Okay, <laughs> it's like a first kiss. You know, it's just like, uh, all right, let's admit it. Yeah, it took it took years for us to be like okay, and you know, especially being hip hop producers, with yeah, all, all the gravitas that you had around hip hop at the time, you know. This is not jazz, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is, but you know, in a way, hip hop was jazz in a way. You know, what no, I'm saying, I'm yeah, saying, yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah, like exactly. you were into jazz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. yeah, it was like like I remember when my brother first played Bobito Chromio. Bobito was like, nah, I ain't with that eighty shit. Like, oh. yeah. It's all right. <laughs> he came around. But you know, again, like, it's, it's not everybody got it. Yeah. At first, because we knew we were on the cusp of 
It literally would be like if now, maybe not Pitbull, but it would be like if somebody now was like, I'm going to make a band that references Semisonic. And you'd be like, oh, yo, <laughs> really? Really, really? You want to do that? And you're like, yeah, dude, like closing time. You can't, know. you know that's hot. Yeah. And Wait, it, this is coming around like the nostalgia yeah, 20, like 20 year, year cycle thing, yeah. right now. It's like, it is. I mean, my, my 20 year would be like Vertical Horizon. <laughs> yeah. Just like bank music. Yeah. Like songs that like would be good for like bank commercials. Go. Yeah. Go, do it. Do it yeah. though. Yeah. We did it. We yeah. went and did it. And now Look at you now. <laughs> yeah, no. It's like we did it and then we get so deep in your thing that it's like it just becomes you yeah yeah so so you would just like double down on those records and just double like down yeah did you buy like records off the the cover alone yes well, yeah <laughs> always Absolutely. that's the only thing yeah because we didn't know i mean then you start reading the credits and knowing who did what but you know we we, we the thing is luckily there's an intersection with funk and and so it was like 80s funk we were just like okay we're not gonna go full-on you know, uh, Cindy Lauper. Mm-hmm. We were just like '80s funk, like so. It had the West Coast kind of Moog talk boxing that P was into, and me, I was like, look, I always wanted to be Huey Lewis. You know what I mean? That was my thing. Yeah, like, I just was like simply irresistible Huey right. Lewis. Yep. Uh, let me make our version of that, and it took years for us to even get it right. And you know, we 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 started noodling around with Chromio in 2001, maybe. And then as a name, yeah, sure. But even as like music or whatever, and then, and then like, the first album came out in two thousand four. So like for years, for a couple of years, we had three songs, and we still really didn't know what to do. Yeah, (laughs) it was still sample based. At first, we were sampling. Yeah, we were like, okay, we We didn't know what to do. (laughs) We couldn't get rid of the hip hop thing. (laughs) Yeah, we were sampling. Yeah, we're we're totally sampling this, right? (laughs) Yeah, you should play one line on top. Yeah, and then we just got rid of all samples. Well, so we just didn't know. Two thousand three. Like, how'd you get so? How'd you play live? Like we you know? didn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> of course not. <laughs> we did. Yeah, no. This Good is answer, early. Right? Like yeah, we didn't yeah. know. Again, we didn't know. It, you know, it was a very long learning process, and we were doing other things. Like it just was like. Well, uh, what else were you guys doing? Well, I was at Columbia, and mm-hmm. as of two thousand two, mm-hmm. and P was still doing in Montreal, doing like accounting work in Montreal and stuff. And you know, we were just like this was like our hobby. Were you a good accountant? Yeah. It still is. <laughs> still is. Because I read like um, I read uh, an early interview you guys did, and you were doing uh, accounting, like you were d- accounting for the band. Um, do still you is. Still yeah. do. Still is. Yeah. Keep it in house. Well, yeah. I mean, we have business managers and everything, but they all got to get audited. By yeah. People. Yeah. Like, literally, they get grilled. It's crazy. Audit as you go. <laughs> I don't even know. Like we're very much hands-on that's yeah. awesome we like to beat our own meat, meat. yeah 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 well i mean because so. you don't want you know another accountant being your meat you know? <laughs> no <laughs> so in 2003 it's still a hobby what do your guys parents think of like your hobby do, do you play it for them do yeah they, they thought it was funny uh, yeah, my, my parents didn't understand yeah yeah I don't know if mine did. Maybe at that time. Maybe. I mean, your parents are a bit more musical than mine. Yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, it was still. I don't know. They kind of thought it was cool that we were doing something different and fun. I mm-hmm. guess. And so, so you're down here, and you're up north. How are you guys creating then? I'd come up to Montreal. For how long? And I'd come down to New York a lot. Yeah, we yeah. Would just come up and down. Like the fancy footwork was like literally every weekend driving down. Yeah, we set up a studio in Brooklyn. I mean, this is later though. We're yeah, talking yeah. early days. I'd come up in Montreal, oh, early. mom's basement. 
Wait, P's mom's basement. What year did you leave? 2002. Oh, wow. <laughs> Actually, Dave never really left. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the writing process like? I mean, always you two, but... Yeah, but it's not even... No. A pro- we didn't know. We didn't know what we were doing. Like, again, you have just like... <laughs> We would just play riffs and sing dumb shit. I mean, usually it's like, I mean, it's still very much like, do we make each other laugh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, is it fun? And still don't it's, overthink it's it. So, you know, based on that repertoire of stuff that we found, find funny and slash good in all those 80s records that we discovered. Bingo. We go down. Ah, oh, that's funny. We've never done that. <laughs> Boom. Keep it. Yeah. Yeah. Something like and, that. And, you know, or like various nerdiness that we're into at the time. Technically, yeah. Technically, yeah. you know, oh, I love the way such it's either such. like, yeah, really technical stuff with machines or sounds or even chords, or it's like that one thing <laughs> that you remember from the 80s that's still funny and, and fun there's today. stuff that we tried to do and that <clears throat> we'll never do or never be able. Like, you know, I love a song like Higher Love by Steve, w- Steve Winwood, right? Yeah. 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 But we can't touch that. that <laughs> you can't do that. I don't. I mean, it'd be very hard to do that, right? To reference, I mean, Francis and the Lights maybe flirts with it, but mm-hmm. it's not. You, it's very hard to pull that off, and well, it wouldn't work with Chromio so much, you know. What do you think you guys succeeded at early on in terms of like your songs? Even the Shit. songs you don't play anymore, like you were like, well, there's pieces in there that it were really honest. smart. It was on. I mean, yeah. you guys, rem- it, was- it was so honest that people thought. We were joking. Like, it was so honest, honest that people didn't believe it. They were like, are you serious? Like, did these, that's these guys, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, we've all always had humor, you know, in our music. And I think my proudest, the thing I'm most proud about of everything we've done is that we were always able to keep a fine line between the humor and the sincerity. Um, well, also talk about like the cultural references that you guys were like taking in as well. Like, like what movies were you watching? What TV shows? It, it wasn't honestly. It's not like it was more of a juxtaposition because it was more like it's not like we were listening to this kind of music and also watching Chips mm-hmm. and also you know what I mean? Like, because that would have been. Oh no, I'm no, not no, saying that, like it, it's like you're like living the eighties. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it wasn't. That. No, but like yeah. SNL must have informed your sense of humor. No. Or like Seinfeld, it didn't find its way up there. It did, but yeah. like we didn't get half the jokes. <laughs> Curb, Seinfeld, Seinfeld, Simpsons, Simpsons, Seinfeld, Curb. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. the Simpsons was like the highbrow, lowbrow thing because mm-hmm. I remember watching it with my parents, you know, who were intellectuals, and and I was in high school, and I just wanted to see Barney burp. <laughs> and my dad would laugh at all these other things, and I'd be like, "Wow, there's something to that." So, yeah. Hopefully, when we make music, you know, it sort of appeals. Like, we really, there's legit 50-year-old people at our shows Wow. next to, like, an 18-year-old kid. Like, they both enjoy it. And, like, when we do meet and greets, we have, like, music dorks. You yeah. Know, like, erudites that come through. Yeah. Amazing. Like, just, you know, and, and then you just have kids that are... They just want to see Barney burp. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just want to see Barney burp. <laughs> Or, or, I mean, I don't even want to, I don't want to describe them like they're less sophisticated. It just, they're just in it for a different thing. Yeah, oh, totally. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Focused yeah. on something else. Yeah. yeah. It's like Pixar movies. Like, you know, totally. you can appreciate it in two different ways. Totally. So 
at what point did a record company believe that you guys could actually sell some records? Well, they still haven't believed that. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, tomorrow morning, I gotta go convince Julie at Atlantic that that's that. Do you guys want to come? Yeah, oh, yeah sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah, she, she always does a podcast, yeah. by the way. So. <laughs> that's funny. She'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. So I gotta. <laughs> but, we're still trying to convince them. But, but 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 overall, overall, the way it happened was yeah. So I was working in this record shop in Montreal, and, and as a salesman, as a, it was like I was the buyer. Wow! Uh, it was like my little fad beats huh. thing in Montreal. So it was like an indie hip hop record shop, and it was adjacent to a techno record shop. And Tiga, who was a big techno DJ, Which I was, was doing like, accounting for. Which P was doing. Tiga <laughs> so was like, "Yo, why don't you do a, a a record on my techno label?" And I was like, "What's that?" And he was like, "I don't know. Just do something. I like your beats. Just don't put vocals." <laughs> Can P play like, the thanks? Can, yeah, I was like, can P play the talk box? He was like, yeah, I don't care, whatever, just do something fun. So that's kind of what gave us the impetus to do it. Crazy. And then uh, he wanted rap without rap. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he wanted. He wanted beats, hip hop uh, without rap. <laughs> yeah, and then and then Vice had a situation here in the U.S. and uh, they saw us. They put us on a show. In the fall of 2002, it was The Streets. Remember that you? Yeah. Oh, Actually, sure, he's yeah. coming back. He's got a new thing now. Wow. At Bowery Ballroom, and we were one of the 14 openers, except when so we, we had four songs on a DAT. <laughs> we the DAT machine. Yeah. It was a DAT, Peace Talk Box, and I had a Flying V. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I had a Moon Pie. And P walked on stage with a Moon Pie. <laughs> And and literally, P was the first person to rock, like to re to bring back those kind of airbrushed vintage hip hop t shirts. Oh yeah, yeah. Even vintage in two thousand two because they were selling them on Canal. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Yo, give me Eminem, give me DMX, give me Tupac, <laughs> yeah. pre hipster." Oh yeah. How was the reception? Great. Oh, right. only on that show. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so miraculously, wait, were you guys nervous even before then? No, we don't. We're just like, like Bowery Ballroom is a big room. We yeah. were like we not. I don't want to say clowning, but we were just like whatever. This is fun. Yeah. So we went and we really crushed that night. And then that's like the stand-up who kills the first time. Yeah. And the, yeah. 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 How did that. you guys celebrate? Coronet's pizza, probably. <laughs> wow. More moon pies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same. We, yeah, we 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 were never big, but we crushed. And then Vice we were like, well, we just got to deal with Atlantic. So do you guys want to put out a record on our imprint? We were like, sure, we don't have a record. But in two <laughs> years, we will. And so that's that's how that worked. And then Atlantic kept us. And so we're still on Atlantic. Yeah. Yes. So it's Phil Collins, by the way. <laughs> I need to use the bathroom. Is that Mike Dean-esque of me? No, no, no. Go that's ahead, actually more ahead. like yeah. Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he did actually. Ty Dolla Sign came here? Yeah. yeah. He sick. sat right where he is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. And he said, I, I have to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the good scene. Um, Ty Dolla Sign said, I have to go use the pee cup. <laughs> The pee cup. Yeah. yeah, and we were like, oh, you can tell that's like a guy who smokes a lot because anybody who refers to the bathroom as a pee cup <laughs> has been drug tested every day of his life. <laughs> the yeah. pee cup. It's the pee cup. That was fast. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we say not for real, for real all the time because of two chains. Who also owes this podcast, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he what? My Two Chains also owes this a podcast. Sitting here? He has not been there yet. Oh. Uh, yo, you know what? Shit. Someone came over here and they were just like, you know what's a funny metric? You guys have had so many famous people use your bathroom. We're like, I, yeah, yeah. I, I guess so. Yeah. That's yeah. A, 
what an honor strange an thing honor. to think yeah. about but yeah but like we've never ever thought of that <laughs> I mean, yeah. you need a guest book yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. we do like need a guest book Airbnb also style. Yeah. we need to like air, uh, like update like our Wikipedia page to be like these per- these people have used oh, our bathroom yeah, yes. Ge- yeah, yeah. yeah George Washington slept here or that's you know right. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a good idea so coming down to New York City was it like exciting at that point we were already jaded because we had spent the 90s coming down to New York City in our hip-hop days. Yeah. And hanging out with Necro. Like, we would literally drive down. You guys really are hip-hop nerds. I know. <laughs> no, but we're friends. We're literally, not only that, we're friends with, like, we came up with those dudes. Yeah. Know? So I was hanging out with, like, Nonfiction, Necro, all those oh, guys. Man. And it was like, all right, Nonfiction's got a show at, at uh, uh, Tramps. <laughs> oh, Remember yeah. that venue? Yeah, yeah, sure. Nonfiction and Necro got a show at Tramps. Let's go. And then we'd <laughs> hop in the ride for six oh, hours. Right. <laughs> You know, so we were still we were, and then what? Stay in the city or, yeah, or, or yeah, no, hang like out? Stay, right back. No, we would stay in Queens at like some cheap, the Pan American Hotel on Queens Boulevard. <laughs> Pan American Hotel, yeah. Sage Diner, yeah, Sage Diner. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. We, we would just stay there. It was cheap, and we'd hang. You know, we'd go to Fat Beats and yo, give us some like really, really random backpack rappers from Montreal, like from no, when you that, guys were. Coming it was up. only our crew. That's it. Yeah. We oh, were like no one we never heard of. No. We oh, okay, were okay. we were the only like back in those days our crew like the group that we were producing and stuff. They were the only they were like the Montreal contribution to the backpack scene. And that was sort of what we were into. This is like 97, 98, yeah, yeah. you know, before way before Chromio. But, right. But that's how we met all those guys. Actually, I spoke to uh, DJ clips like two weeks ago. Wow. And, you know, we're still friends with them. It was, it was they were actually really cool and long lasting friendships. And P and I are still super tight with. So what them. happened when when uh, when Bad Boy and and all them came around? We were into it too. You didn't just oh, like you build a like wall. <laughs> you guys like fun? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no. But we like but we like Black Rob. Yeah, yeah. we like G Dad. Yeah. Oh, we have to yeah. tell you our Black Rob story. But um, did you guys have a name before Chromio? No, because we we were just producers. Mm-hmm. But we we were Dave One and P Thug. Those yeah. were always our names. We had a brief name before. Oh, hijack! Got a good memory. Good memory. Yeah. Yeah. Hijack. Yeah, that's true. What was it? Hijack. 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 And then nine eleven. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> right. It's true. We Literally changed. a month before nine eleven. We were like, oh yeah, that's this is again. This is <laughs> during the years yeah. plural where we had a record deal on an obscure techno label from Montreal, but literally probably had one or two songs you know we just were like what were those songs they're on yeah the you're uh, you're so gangster on the first album is a version of that mm. and then it's the last thing that made it out of those days <laughs> we didn't know we literally did not know what we were doing i mean not to say that we fully know now but like then we <laughs> had no idea right also you know it was not to sound old but like there were less resources. There wasn't such a thing as a YouTube tutorial. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it was just slow. Like thinking yeah. back, I'm like, why did it take us so long? But it was just, yeah, there's no tutorial on how to make an, a trap 808 sound good. Or anything. I bet you there's tutorials on how to make electro funk. Chromio Everything. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, you know, so it took us a while. Yeah. But Chromio type beats. Yeah. I'd love that. <laughs> I'd love that. But no, I mean like, it's the same thing. Like, you know, Eric and I will talk to like kids and we'll be like, oh, you know, uploading a podcast did not used to be easy. Like there was no <laughs> SoundCloud and you like go through and you're just like, oh my God, I've never sounded older <laughs> or like, like saying something uploading that like. Uploading alone was yeah. Yeah, for pros only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for pros. 
<laughs> but you guys didn't have any any formal training, or or, or did you? Ish. Musical theory, none of that. Nah, Peter learned later that, that after. Up. Yeah, yeah. It came we after. We didn't know. We were just we just loved records and loved noodling around. We made music since we were kids, and you're like, I'll play guitar and I'll, yeah, I'll play was, low yeah, end. I, mean, and, yeah. I remember, yeah, like we we heard Daft Punk Discovery, mm-hmm. and we were like, that's hot. Like we had never heard electronic music before that. We didn't know what it was. Yeah, and we were like, okay, this is kind of hard. Like. Somebody should do that, but more Huey Lewis. This was exactly what we thought. Like somebody should do Daft Punk, but more Ray Parker Jr. Wow, with like some guys suave singing. Yeah, but like then you know, funny too. I don't know. We just invented a thing. Yeah. Well, what are some of the shows that didn't go your All way? All of them. All of them. <laughs> All of them. All of them except that one Bowery show for three years. Did you end up in any city where you were just like, the show went bad and you're like, and there's nothing to do here? Yes, and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, wow. No, we drove from here to, to Pittsburgh. It was played for three people, stayed at a Daisy and shared a bed. I mean, yeah, we did that for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Years and years. Like from 2004 to 2000. Seven. Seven. What are oh. you? Are you splitting at the door? Are you getting guarantees? Like how there's do you? Nothing, there's nothing. To there's split. nothing. There's <laughs> no, I know that. If there's three people there, unless they paid like fifty percent of zero is still yeah, zero. A good, you're a good accountant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. he's good. He's gonna tell you he's good. <laughs> tell you. But you, you kept, you kept with it though. That's the toughest thing. Well, we didn't care that much. I think <laughs> it was like I was doing my PhD at Columbia, and we were having fun making music the thing is like yeah we just we thought we thought it was cool yeah yeah. and like enough people were telling us this is kind of cool and we're like yeah so you're you're going for your phd did any of your students come and see you guys or support later on absolutely yeah yeah, in fact it's so you know what's dope is that like my former students are now literally editors at publications wow or like you know, they're journalists. They're prominent jo- journalists. Yeah. So they better fucking give you coverage. <laughs> they do. Yeah. They do. So I get the press the, the 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 press schedule from this week. Yeah. Literally, I'm like I'm talking to our publicist. And I'm like, you know, I know what the deal is. Fifth album. You're not gonna get. You know, it's not. Right. I get it. We're not. It's it's not gonna be. You know the newest kind of thing like a, obviously i'm not expecting a ton of things right you're but not takashi 69 <laughs> <laughs> you can't right. be right so there's only one king in new york okay yeah, so, yeah. Right. <laughs> one throne so so and then he's like well actually there's a lot of stuff that came through and i'm looking and there's the, the i'm like wait this is my former student this is my former student this wow. is my former student it's so funny they're all like one of them is like editor at like garage magazine one of them is editor at InStyle magazine wow and yeah it's it's Actually, really he, cool. aren't you glad that you kept him around? <laughs> <laughs> so, w- so would they come and see any of the early shows? Not early, mid-level. Mm-hmm. I would. I don't. I think I'd. I'm happy no one saw the early <laughs> shows. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, what's the first piece of press that you guys get? That's like, you know what? I like these guys. It's different. It's fun. It's we, funny. We were getting those. Even like I remember Needy Girl, which was our, the song that gave us a career. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Pitchfork gave it like a ten out of ten track review. By the way, holy shit, great! It's a great song. We we actually we Eric, brought it. We it's brought ten it, out of ten. I, I know, I know. Yeah, I know we brought know, it back into the set list. Yeah, and, uh, in a, yeah, it, yeah. No, we're, I still love that song. And and so we were getting like little bits of affirmation, 
just enough to gaslight us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like just enough to be like, oh yeah, yeah, no, let's keep going. Right? Oh, he right? get, yeah. oh, he gets it. That guy gets it. <laughs> Literally like gaslighting, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, no, yeah. Okay, cool. And then we made a second album, not thinking twice about it. And something between blogs, bloggers, MySpace. MySpace, yeah. yeah. There was like a groundswell and our career really started. And electronic music coming to North America, and that's when our car- career really started. And uh, and you know that's when on the second album is when people really became aware of us. Well, what tips you off that it's like making some sort of wave? We came back. We were in France. We made our second album in France. Cause yeah, was, how did that happen? I was yeah. living out there. Oh, okay. Doing like an exchange, like an academic exchange or whatever, for my PhD. And then it came back, and like we're selling out shows everywhere. And like you know we we open for everyone at Barry Ballroom and then we're selling out two of those and we're like what's going on <laughs> like cool okay <laughs> and we just kept going you know it's it's yeah it's 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 like the come up I remember like we were so tired and so stressed out and our manager at the time was like yo enjoy it because you, you only have one come up yeah and we were like, oh, I'm too tired. But <laughs> and again, it's weird. Like it's like even now, like we're playing Fallon tomorrow, yeah. and we're tired. You know, like you never quite. Yeah. It sucks. Like it's not like we we finished our album on Friday. It's not like we had a big party. We're, we're like, I just want to go to bed. Can't early. go on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no vacation. But I don't. I mean, as long as it makes others happy, I don't sound cheesy. But we're not in it for the celebration. You know, we're just in it to kind of improve and 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 survive and be in it for and and make music for a long. Yeah, time. right, right, right. That's only that's all we want to do. That's like the biggest challenge is like staying hot. You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, like I, I um, is Takashi. How long is Takashi gonna be hot for? Uh, Thirty years. Well, <laughs> five out of five. No, six. Is he going six for six on the bill on the billboard? No, the, the, the crazy thing six, is, right? yeah, he is he's going eight for eight. The crazy yeah. thing is that he's gonna hit that Latin market now. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. Like that's his lane. And they support that's because he's Latin. Welcome, pit, Pitbull. Yeah, new right, yeah. Pitbull, yeah. bro. <laughs> He's, yeah, it's it's wild. He's gonna become an international. Yo, I hope he starts making people like songs where it's like, "Welcome Yo. to my hotel." <laughs> you are of age. But dude, he de- <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> no, maybe he's good. You'd maybe, like- but like, also, don't fuck up your own money, right? Like, don't don't claim your blood and then go after fellow bloods. <laughs> right. Just bad idea. It's like we used we used to say. There's a few things that you shouldn't do just if you're an entertainer, right? Like, or. Like just if don't, you're white, don't say the N word. Yeah, right. Uh, don't like if you're if you're drunk, get an Uber, right? Yeah. Or uh, and three, like, do you remember when um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jason Pierre Paul from the New York Giants like lit a, a firework down yes, in Florida and blew yes. like three of his fingers off. Yes. Don't do that, yeah. right? Those are the like things you should not <laughs> right. do in life. Like, don't fuck it up, yeah. and also like don't call out I mean, your fellow bloods. He's still going though. Who Takashi yeah. or, or Jason Pierre Paul? Yeah, Actually, no, both of them. Yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> So he's, I mean... He is, but I think last week it came out that, that he was sort of messing with his money by doing whatever he's doing, right? What, just throwing it? No, because there, there was an incident at Barclays or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knows? Just though. around the wrong people, but... Yeah. Yeah. Talented kid, though. He's yeah. friends with our doorman. He is, actually. So that's... Every, this is my theory, is everyone in New York has a Takashi story. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's like so you. Just you have one. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, my doorman does. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Everyone's like, yo, no, 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 like, like, 
no, I used to see him at the bodega, like or 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 you know, yeah. we, we had um we have a, a guy called um Ian Isaiah on mm-hmm. the album. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's no. down with like the Hood by Air kind of ghetto gothic scene. Yep. And he was like, Yeah man, Takashi used to come to ghetto gothic parties. Like I knew it. I, everyone's got a story, which I kinda think is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's really that kid who was slinging mixtapes in front of the apple store right and like he's I, like our little yachty right <laughs> like where everybody like knew him before or yeah. like you know like well, crisscross like, like was discovered in the mall and it's yeah like, could attract crowds even though he was there even though they um were just like two kids in high school yeah, yeah do you remember the the woodstock thing where everyone's like oh i was a woodstock and it's like no our thing for that is when we did the rockefeller event last year everyone's yeah. like i was there and we're like no it only fits 600 people like but sure. everyone's just like oh i was definitely there yeah what was recording in France like? Was it like just totally different? French? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was, I mean, you know, it's so funny. I, I, I'll, um, I, the French experience, we, we had a, a British video director friend who had just done his first video in France. And he was supposed to go there for two days and he stayed for two weeks. And he said, yeah, France, it's weird. Um, you, you go get a coffee, they don't have to go cups. So you, People stay at the coffee shop for an hour, <laughs> and then they come back, and it's five, and they stop working at six. <laughs> so, like between the two-hour coffee break, and then it's already five. It took me two weeks to make a video. <laughs> so you know, it's just it's it's slower. It's yeah. more um, it, but it's it's also like we got a lot of we our art director is still the same French woman that worked with us since. Fancy footwork. Wow. She's still French. She's <laughs> in New York. But she's yeah. very much French. Yeah, and she uh, and yeah. I mean, you know, there's it's just real slick. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of got that that kind of artisanal touch. Like, touch. Yeah. And t- yeah. Art, well, so when points. but like when you guys hear, you can hear the difference between. An album recorded in Burbank and an album recorded in no, France. No, no, but no, it's more like recorded in New York. Or? No, I mean maybe, but it's more like just it's more the experience. Yeah, but it's also when we'll be producing stuff, like it will be like, nah, make it sound more French, and then that to us references something. I mean, right. again, it's right. it's the same way I could tell you guys like this beat sounds so Queensbridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it literally yeah, yeah. doesn't yeah. mean it's made there anymore. Well, right, yeah. But, right? But, but you know exactly if I tell you a Queensbridge beat in your head, you know what it sounds like. Right, yeah, yeah the drum piano, sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sound, yeah. 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 But so we had Che Pope on the podcast, yeah, right? He's the man. And well, he bigged you guys up, and I, I sent you uh, the, that part of the podcast yes. because we were like, we just love that. We didn't bring you up, like they he he brought you up, right? Thank and he was Jay. just like, yo, they're keeping funk alive, right? Yeah. Like they're doing it right. Their bass sound is just crazy, and 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 when we were talking with him about. Was it Yeezus that he worked on in in France? Mm-hmm. Like he, the vibe that he got from just like walking the streets alone at uh-huh. night or going to the museum and really like just taking all of you know Paris in, taking yeah. the city in. Yeah, like really like yeah. influenced the way he thought about music. That's not the case for cynical. you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're yeah, we're too yeah. cynical for that. Like, well, also, but, I mean, like, how can you take like all of Burbank? Then, right, <laughs> so much to take in. Yeah. So much to take in. Dude. So many hot dog spots and, and also him. body shops. Yeah, yeah. Yes, of yeah. yeah. Actually, no. Wait, you guys did a video. Who, who, what, what's that website? They came into your studio and they oh, sh- fact, for fact, yeah. yeah. And it's dope. It was awesome. It was like a tour of like all you know. Yeah, our studio looks like it's from the eighties. Four like walls of yeah. just straight keyboards. Yeah, there's like five rooms like that. That's unbelievable. Yeah. 
but like that has to sort of just like it's working a in a small space and it's vibey i mean it's actually you know our studio it's like a ballet you guys moving around yeah like, you know yeah it is jazz ballet funk, yeah funk ballet, jazz <laughs> funk ballet but yeah it's and i mean the studio is super vibey you know wood paneling and yeah brown carpeting and dim lights so yeah. no it's 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 conducive but i think when we were in paris we were just like you know French video directors are unbelievable. French, you know, creative directors are unbelievable. French sound engineers, mix engineers, they're just, you know, a lot of them still work with tape. I mean, it, it's, mm. there's, there's an old European way. You'll find the same thing in Italy in many disciplines, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a, a level of craftsmanship, like we said, that, that we really, admired and related to and i think that's what gave fancy footwork the sheen wow and the slick the slick vibe mm -hmm. and then we came back here and, and our thing sounded like you know it just it was competitive yeah and so we could we were up and running then we were up and running and then it was like all right let's now build the chromio universe yeah and you did thank you and and what that, and that's why it was exciting too to see something like jealous like pop off like yeah. it did because it wasn't far from that universe you know yeah. it was like right no. in with everything else sure. but it just became super popular yeah yeah and and we didn't think it was going to do that mm -hmm. you know but but again like it's always with us there's such a uh, i mean correct me if i'm wrong people but there's always like a meta critical thing where we'll listen back to jealous and be like you know what maybe that was too pop sounding in certain ways and so not pop, you know maybe it felt too <clears throat> this or that so yeah. now we try to rectify it moving forward you right. know so like with a song like must have been say yeah you know we were like let's make something that sounds as accessible as jealous but that has like funk tropes totally mm -hmm. again this is like some nerdy behind the scenes no, shit sure. but we'll just be like all right let's you know must have been has more funk signifiers yeah than jealous but let's try to make that a pop song as well yeah that'll be kind of the and discussions uh, you know we've we we've always admired your guys writing we always Thank think you. that you guys like level up and specifically with you know Everything that you put out with the with the dream song, with the drum song, um, it it's it's just written really well, just both musically and lyrically. It's really Thank really you. impressive. It, it I think I think you guys will be impressed with this record because we spend so much more time. Like even the bars are better. Yeah. You just haven't seen it yet because the song doesn't <laughs> come out like that yet. But once you you know the album comes out, it's, yeah. It's yeah. Also, when you when because we've had so many people working with us on the record it sort of gives you more time and focus to to zoom in on one particular aspect you know like we both we could focus on dave's vocals more i could focus on arranging more um you know producing we could both focus on producing more it just gives you more time and more freedom yeah to f you know if you're doing everything at the same time who do you guys trust to to listen to mixes? My brother. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A track. That's it. Executive producer of the album. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's, he's he did like, a good job. <laughs> he did a great job. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, he did a great job. I mean, because at the end of the day, I know this sounds. We just want to improve, and like we like literally like I. This is like how I read all the reviews mm -hmm. and i jot down in my phone i've got a note of like like key criticisms yeah this is i don't know if a lot of people do that but i i don't have no shame i write down the criticism and i read them regularly and i'm like like fuck like i 
I, I got to improve this. Like, like after Business Casual, I started yeah. album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple reviews that were like, his vocals sound weak. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. So like that just was what motivated me to work more on my vocals on the last album. And now I worked even more on my vocals on this album. Well, what does that, what does that mean? Like, are you, um, are you getting like a, a teacher? Are you? Doing more takes. Mm-hmm. Just doing way more takes and just like trying to sing better. I don't know what it means. Honestly, we're not formally trained. So, right. But we just, we really, really, for us as adults and like we're, you know, we're 40 years old. Like for this to be interesting for us, mm-hmm. we have to improve. We right, have to feel right. like we're leveling up. Yeah. Yeah. You can't control what it does commercially. Culturally, you can't. Right. So but like, knows? but there are people that you want to impress. And so like. You guys. Yeah. Guys like you. Guys that have been following us forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I send you guys a song yeah. and you guys are like, and I know you get all the references. Yeah. I'm good with that. You guys catch dubs. Yeah. You know, my brother, like our crew, P's got like a little, you've got your little focus group of people mm-hmm. that, that, that get everything we do. And as long as they're like, damn, like Dave sounds better or like, <laughs> you know, or like, damn, like this, this sounds crazy. Like, great. That's yeah. really what the point is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, people get what we're trying to do. Right. And after that, like a more cynical critic, like if I can get someone who's always been like Chromeo, I don't know, man, those guys are jokers or like. I like it. I like it. I like it. I get it. But if I can get them to be like, "Yo, their stage is crazy, though." Yeah. Or yeah. Like, their life stage is crazy. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. We really picked the hardest thing to do. I always tell this to people. Like, we <laughs> could have really just been a guitar band where there's no ambiguity. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's no, or we could have just been like an instrumental hip hop ninja tune thing. Right. There's no ambiguity there. It's right. dope. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing to say. It's yeah. just dope. You yeah. can't shit on it. Right. Yeah. But we really went and took the hardest path. Sorry, I'm banging. <laughs> to be like. A funny yet serious, yet sincere but self-aware of the like decade that no one takes seriously, (laughs) and the genre music that no one takes seriously to make it serious, but also not that serious. And like that's your Wikipedia entry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like like seriously, it's the hardest thing. Yeah, serious. Yeah, Yeah. serious but serious. Self-awarely, seriously, it's the hardest thing because it's like the finest line. Who's in your class? Look, it's uh, of course you know now after Get Lucky, after Bruno Mars, you know, you've got a lot more funk in the cultural space. But weirdly for us, we still check, you know, the stuff that really kind of, we're still just listening to those Daft Punk albums, those Justice albums. That's kind of our heroes slash contemporaries, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, we listen to Bruno, and, and but it's it's... He sings so well. Like, who can compete with it? It's like, it's almost as if it would be like anyone who sings would be like, well, no, Adele. It's like, you can't. There's such virtuosity there. What's the point? It's, right. You're going to quit music. I'd love to hear Adele over <laughs> some like 80s synths. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Actually. Have you ever written back That'd be to some a rhythmic shit? Yeah. 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 Have you ever written back to a critic? No. Yeah. No, I. Even if they destroy us, we're like, okay. Because I can see what. If I didn't know Chromio, and I'm like we're cynical, like we came up, you know, reading Ego Trip and all that. Yeah. Like, so hence our choices. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, like, everything we do, dressing, music, it's just cynicism, you know. But not no, it's self-aware. It's not cynical as in like oh this is corny. no no it's not, but it's it's a good like you know forty five percent self-awareness slash like humor cynicism humor yeah crit- maybe more like cynicism to me is like a little pejorative. It's more like it's got self-awareness and it's also it's also 
critical and culturally aware, let's say. And so I get it. If I was a critic and I saw two goofballs from French Canada, one of them's doing a PhD, so you know the guy's smart. Right. And he's doing like these songs about like you're a needy girl, like, all right, what's he trying to do? Like we knew, we set ourselves up for to get shitted on. Right. So, okay, so this is like it, I, I, we're like, like I talking. don't blame them. No, I'm the, just like I'm gonna make you guys dance, just eventually you'll come around. So okay. That's what I'm saying. This is somewhat like being in a fun house, right? Where it's just yeah. like, you know, we get you guys yeah, and you, you guys, get us. And yeah, like exactly. there's a lot of like similar sense of humor yes. and like shared references. Yes. It's yeah. All all of that. And I th- for us at least, or for me, mm-hmm. I, I think me more than you, Jeff. I uh we have a we have a chip on our shoulder, right? There's a lot of people who like look at us and they're just like, Well, like what do they know or where do they come from or what's their background and, and you know, once they learn they, they know more and, and yeah. it you know, we have good bona fides and the, the whole thing, right? Yes. But we still operate with a chip on our shoulder, right? Yeah. For you guys and, and I don't want to harp on this, but I think it was a big turning point for you. When Jealous came out, that's a big win, right? Was that something where it was like, Yeah, we're still Chromeo and and it, it hit and we and it, it sort of like digs that chip even deeper. The chip for us, everything left. Honestly, man, everything disappeared when we sold out the Barry Ballroom, because we we played over there. And this is in two thousand eight. Yeah, like we played over there. We opened for Block Party. Everybody hated us. Played open for Scissor Sisters. Everybody hated us. Open for God knows who else. First of three half empty rooms. You know, like no sound check. When we came back and sold it out, and this is it, we told ourselves everything beyond this is icing. Wow. You know, we just wanted, when we started selling out our shows and Chromio became like a viable business with a loyal fan base, that's the accolade we wanted. Hmm. And then everything else beyond that, it's like, it didn't, it never, the chip left. We became gracious. That's (laughs) awesome. For real, after that. And it's like, that's why, to me, of course, I'd love the critics to be positive, of the, the reviews to be positive of this, of this new record. But even if they're not, I'm going to try to see what they their point of view is. What about the record company? They're down. That's the thing. Well, do you have to answer to anyone or is it sort of like... We made it so that we had to. We wanted the challenge. So we were like, they, we did Jealous and they were like, all right, guys, you guys want to do this? And we're like, yeah, actually, we do. Oh yeah, you guys want to work with an A and R? Yeah, we do. Send us one. You guys want us to do eighteen versions of the same song until we're we're happy with it? Yep. Wow. And that's that's what we did on this record. You guys want to sit in meetings? Man, I'll sit in meetings. You guys want to recut it and do three different mixes of it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Like we wanted to, because we've done four albums of not doing that. So what's the new challenge? Yeah. Like let's try to make all the suits happy or the the A and R is happy. Like that was it's hard. Yeah. Like imagine like you guys have. All your it's the real thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so um proprietary. Right. And so self contained. Yeah. And like but imagine if tomorrow I'm like, Okay guys, you're gonna work with funny or die, let's say. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you know, Will first name, yeah. LA. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Will, Will yeah. Bill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's gonna have to like look over everything you do and give you notes. And you guys are as invested in and proud and like homegrown with your own thing as we are right yeah like you'd be like i don't know like does he get it is he an anti-semite like <laughs> you know like is he is he gonna get all the references like is he a hater is he a low-key hater right, is he right, a crypto right. is he a crypto like the real hater like do i really want and you know 
I'm telling you, like four, four albums in, yeah, we were like, there's nothing more for us to like. We sure bring it on, right? Yeah, that was the ultimate challenge. Is like having two A and R's, and like it's not even like one of our A and R's. Like he literally makes Jason Derulo records. Wow, like he's a pop, like the poppiest of pop. We we're like, yeah, yeah listen. <laughs> he makes pitbull records. Makes pitbull records for real. Plaques, and real. and 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 we Florida. were like. We were like, we were like, you know what? If you like it, like, let me just see. Like, if yeah, we were. That's what we did on this album. Like, we literally went in with the label. They heard everything. They gave notes. Wow. Everything that we sort of stood against when we were on some like night by night indie ethos. Yo, we give you the record. You do what you want. (laughs) We were just like, it's more challenging for us now to take the feedback. Yeah. But again, you have to be four records in yeah right yeah like like fast forward to it's the real at one point you'll just be like okay both of us together we've done everything we could right. do together no, I, need, totally. I need like well, a, even when we when we uh sold our show to mtv yeah. i think we were both willing to go through that process the only problem was <laughs> we ended up with a and r's that were that not were, great yeah, yeah. No, they, but most of them aren't that's the, but we were like yo Fine. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. But no, what, of course, you have to have some that get you. No, sure. yeah. yeah. But when you do get them, like, they'll literally measure you up against things that are in a different caliber. Like, like yeah, we don't want yes men. We want people who will, like, help elevate everything. But, you know, yeah. like us, you guys do things with character. Right. You know, so I'd be like, yo, my voice is not Nick Jonas. Like, wh- are you listening to it for like my quirks? Mm-hmm. And it's it, it's challenging, but we literally wanted that challenge. Yeah. Um, P, would you rather work with Nick Jonas? Now that, we're, now that it's on the table. <laughs> Hell no. Man. He doesn't. Wow. He didn't even say no. He's a little shorter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stock here. Yeah. All the times P wants me to take my shirt off mm-hmm. when we play live, Nick Jonas would have no problem doing that. <laughs> Think about it. About it. Um, all the times you want me to go shirtless, P. Yeah, all the times you want Nick to beat his meat, he's yeah. there. <laughs> so, um, I got it got it got a little serious there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's sort of honest. It's really where we were at. On yeah. This one. So, business casual, white women, um, head over heels. What's the progression been like uh, for hometown shows? Weird. Like it, this is Montreal is such an own its own ecosystem. How so? It operates on its own clock. It's like Spain. (laughs) (laughs) Like business. Impossible to predict. (laughs) The better you do, the less they want you. No, for real. (laughs) Our last album, my manager at the time, our old manager, was like, I don't get it. Jealous is double platinum in Canada. The only city in Canada that will not go near it on the radio is Montreal. (laughs) You guys are from there. You speak French. (laughs) I was like, I cannot explain it. Then the album before that somehow we like we sold out like the big kind of venue like the sort of like i don't know the terminal five we did like three in one year we were like on all the radio shows cultural heroes yeah, yeah. like yeah. i'm so intent on getting this back <laughs> that's, that's the chip yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. On our shoulder if anything it's just this weird hometown so we're flying on saturday to Montreal to shoot the cover of this magazine that's the only weekly left <laughs> that's not even weekly anymore it's monthly I'm like I don't care my manager's just like why do you want to do that does this move the needle on earth I was like I don't care I don't care I want to do it right. so that's home t- our hometown is you're going to so sell tickets hand by hand yeah. just- <laughs> I would 
Because I'm so like, what is going on? Over but you know, it's just your parents still support you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're not. They're yeah, they're not going as long as there's YouTube comments to read. They're yeah, they're reading. Them. Oh, is that right? Oh yeah. That's their version of writing down all the criticisms in their phone. <laughs> I, mean, I write keywords. Yeah. I'll just write like, okay, they found that like, I mean, we had a song on the last album, uh, "Sexy Socialite." Mm -hmm. Yeah. We thought when we made it, we thought it was so hot. We were like, this is Chromio meets the Talking Heads meets <laughs> meets Robert Palmer Clues, and my lyrics are so funny, and P is loving him, and we're gassing each other up. This should be the first song on the album. We thought it was mm -hmm. gonna be, this. The album needs to start with that. And our manager at the time was like, "Yo, this is hot. You start every show with that, right?" Oh yeah. And then all the reviews, people are like, "Yeah, this song's whack." <laughs> and I just like that's the kind of thing I made yeah, a note of. I was like. <laughs> Huh? We have one of those problems. But I'm just saying, like, I just, you know, we look at stuff that gets lost in translation between our intentions right. and how the world perceives it. There's always going to be that glitch of this yeah. thing that you think is hot, and somehow it's not perceived as such. Right. And then there's other things that you think are okay, and they're perceived as such. They're perceived as great, and there's things that you know are hot, and luckily people are like, yeah, that's hot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The Solange song. Hot, yeah, hot, yeah. That's yeah. the everyone like, but we knew that was, <laughs> yeah. In a way, that's like that's also like make a chromio song with less quirkiness on it, and like the songstress everybody loves. In a way, I'm like that's just that's too easy. <laughs> you know, like, it's cool, but it's. It, I mean, well, I love that song. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's funny how these things operate. What about uh, the song with uh, Tori Moi? We knew that was good. Yeah. He's dope. Yeah. What's um, gotten le like left on the cutting room floor that we don't know about? Um, Exclusive. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of songs from this album that we just... Because we did... I mean, we worked on it for so long and we tried so many things. There's like this weird period. Let's not say who we worked with and who's mm -hmm. involved. Mm -hmm. But like, like basically... P, we were in the studio like a month ago and P was like, then referred to like my Michael Bolton phase. <laughs> and I was like, what was that? Like, I literally did not, wasn't aware. I was like, what's that? And P's like, oh, you know, the names all these songs that were scrapped. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh yeah. And he was like, yeah. I, I really like subtly just X'd out all your Michael Bolton <laughs> phase songs. Right? Did it? Like, there's like a strange like, kind of michael bolt i don't know what he means by that but like maybe i don't know you real throaty yes yeah he had this one thing where he was trying to be the soulful white guy who <laughs> sings with a passion <laughs> 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 and everything was a bit too like ah, -na -na, yeah <laughs> And uh, <laughs> the soulful white guy who sings with passion. <laughs> That's my bio. Sing, <laughs> singing his heart out. None of those songs made it. None yeah, of those yeah, songs yeah. made it. It's so dope how like side project though. Yeah. Oh my, oh god. my god. We went through one manager that was managing us forever that like left mm -hmm. or like we severed ties with. Yeah. Another manager who passed away. Right. Um. A publishing company that got bought out by another company and so like ARs that came and left publishers that came and went and weird like experimental Burbank phases with like 
like sub chromio genres that never should have seen the light of day. <laughs> and like fun. I was listening to the album the other day, I'm like, I think none of that shows because we were we like buffed it so hard. Yeah. yeah. It's like so buffed up and the album's so like fun and funky. I'm like, you would never know that there's like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there's like a death in there. There's like a weird you know, not the Yeah. yeah. Uh, how how many times did you guys Birth switch up death of Michael Bolton? How many <laughs> How many times did you guys switch up the, the sequencing? Three. It wasn't too crazy. Mm-hmm. Wasn't oh, too, you mean the song? Mm-hmm. It wasn't too crazy. It wasn't actually crazy. No, it wasn't too crazy. No. And that was fine. That's just between you guys too. He's pulling a Mike Dean. Or is he yeah, in the yeah, bathroom? yeah, yeah. No bathroom. He's okay. <laughs> Are there two bathrooms in here? Yeah. Oh, nice. Three bed, two bath. Nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. So this place is huge. I mean, no, it's a it's a Manhattan mansion. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, and our our other brother Dan. Uh, I love Dan. Yeah, Dan. Is he here? No. Uh, oh, he gets home from work. I yeah, he Dan. gets. A, yeah, but he just bought a place in the West Village, so he's moving out soon. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So when Dave was here a couple of years ago for for his solo podcast, our other brother Dan, who's Jeff's twin, who's it looks like sort of like in between both of us, right? But he's oh. Jeff's twin. He was just when. have met him because he's never out. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He. Um, I was he just, just like, wait, like, did I tell him I met him before? No, I was no, no, twin. No, yeah. no, never, no one. You've no met one, us, but yeah, that's no it. Yeah. Did, yeah. But but the door that he went I'm in the door do the same. and Dave yeah. was just yeah. like, uh, is he like the square? He's he's a suit. Yeah. He's a suit. Yeah. 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 He's a suit. Yeah. He works for now. He works for the Super Bowl. But before that, he worked for the Yankees. I know he worked for Mass Square Garden and the Yankees before that and the Cleveland Cavaliers before that. So he works in sports. He's just he's like a vice president and sells everything and right. he just like came in here in a suit and Dave was just like what is going on and we're like oh yeah that's Dan and he was just like what like, <laughs> can't even like comprehend right now head head exploding emoji. yeah it was great though yeah it was great um so what else we got well no so now the album's done like and you and you even before the album came out you were touring and you're on stage at yeah. Coachella yeah. Was Coachella fun? By the way, one of my favorite things was when you killed the stage, walked off, looked in the camera and said, gang, gang. And then you <laughs> oh apologized for it afterwards. I, I did, yes. I, I, no, but the co- the DMs were crazy. The DMs were wild. The DMs were like... honest moment. Yeah, I felt... Both I, times. I yeah. Looked, yeah, I looked at that. I was like... I was like I was like, Dave, you're 39 years old. <laughs> like, what is it? What are you doing? And so I, I felt compelled to apologize. And then the DMs were like, some of them were like, no, man, do you. It's all good. You know what I mean? Do what you feel. You can say whatever you want to say. You're the guy from Chromio. And a couple other ones were like, oh, yeah, thank you. I cringed. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. That's that awesome. Was, Coachella was fun. Coachella was really interesting this year. Um, Were you better than Beyonce? Here's the thing. <laughs> this is my thing with Beyonce. And Here it we, comes. Well, no, we talked about it with Pete. It's like everybody was like, this reinvents, you know, festival performing. Like, yeah, it does. It costs her $15 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course it does. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. just, like Pete was Give like, me $15 million, dude. <laughs> I'm going to come down from the spaceship. The yeah. real one. <laughs> like it was a halftime show. You know? yeah. And it was yeah. it was unreal and it was great. And it, was it was great. It was incredible. It is. But it's 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 like <laughs> it's $50 million it's 50, worth. Yeah. yeah. Like we were very impressed with a show like Tyler, the Creators. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. That's like that's talk about longevity and, and also evolution. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he went yeah, like it's he's like. 
he's like sort of artsy classy mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. he's like grown yeah yeah you know it's which it's is crazy because like crazy. yeah you did you see his early shows yes which is like the 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 arc is just like where like or how, his early but, interviews but like, like it, just everything but then crazy. it all makes sense like if you look at it like from a very like you know far view i guess sure yeah. so <clears throat> but yeah her thing was unbelievable it's it's just like it's like it's in another paradigm because the the budget i mean apparently she started re- rehearsing in november right yeah i read that right? yeah read that. so it's just it's so next level it's it's, it's this other thing yeah, it's its own festival um and what's different now about your guys stage show well um the set list yes <laughs> also i mean we you know we've got like this whole kind of chrome sculpture yeah I mean, stairs know, yeah catwalk catwalk stairs yeah. multi-levels different nice. stations uh, he's got two st- you got two talk boxes two to my, choose from my all-time dream come true <laughs> bounce from station to station mm-hmm. yeah walk around the catwalk yeah it's cool yeah. it's fun i mean it's it's again it's you know we really don't have to do these things. Like we, we have to take a bank loan for the first time in our career. Wow! Like we're just li- your accountant. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. You know when he said you can't split zero. That's <laughs> by the way. That's where I'm at right now, Pete. <laughs> we really, literally went for broke. Yeah. Again, because we never had. I don't know why. It's like we've got this bucket list of like we've actually never spent any like everything we own and more and took a loan on a stage show, did we? No. Yeah. All let's right, do let's it. do it. <laughs> <laughs> but like we, it's like we know there's so many skeptics that it's like, all right, guys, we're just gonna give you, you know. And also, again, you know, it's five albums is a long time. Like, I, I don't want to. Na- it's just hard because like. It, the music biz isn't designed it's like acting it's not designed for you to age you know it's a culture of like modeling more right like. it's a culture yeah. of novelty and youth actually yeah, acting you yeah, can acting. age well in yeah. acting yeah. modeling it's like modeling, modeling you gotta yeah, be the fresh face mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean like it's like I was listening to this this uh, what's her name um, Cash Me Outside girl mm-hmm. oh yeah uh, Bad, Bad Baby, Baby. Yeah. yeah and and she was saying something on the radio like I don't listen to Kanye like Kanye to her literally is I think I don't know how to place myself in her mindset but I think Kanye to her would be like to us when people were like what do you mean Nas is better than Rakim what do you mean he's better than Cool G Rap yeah better than Cool G we'd be like those guys are old school man like yeah yeah, 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 they're good but like not Nas yeah it's you know it's the things that to us are still sort of like fresh are Old school by now. Yeah. Right? So it's like you got to work 10 times as hard to stay interesting. Yeah. And that that's why like we'll be like, okay, we could do another funk album, just me and P, full of funk songs and all our tropes that we do. Or we could really try to push the envelope and involve more people to make it more surprising. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to take a swing at that. Pause. <laughs> no, you guys are you guys are true artists, and and that's wonderful. <laughs> you know, and it is, it is. There's so many people who are not artists, like you know. There's people who get name them, name uh, Yodeling Kid. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, Yodeling Kid is great. No, he got songs written for him. Actually, no, he's also on your label. So guys, and like, he yeah, killed Coachella. Great. It is crazy, right? Crazy. He killed Coachella. Did you see I'm, him out I'm, there? No, 
I'm going so deep on Mason Ramsey's like catalog. <laughs> like I was, I was watching all of his videos at like 4 a.m. Just like him at the at Walmart, every Walmart. He's amazing. So the Walmart tour. Yeah. You know what's you know what's interesting? So uh, we were we were talking with someone. We were at a, a, a wedding, and um, someone from Beats One was talking to us about how this is a catalog world that we live in, right? Right. Do you find that people are just like, oh, you know what I listen to, and they go like to you know the deepest, darkest, you know, chromio circles and find like songs, and you're just like, yeah, I guess, but they're just like that means something to them. Yeah. Did you get do you get that sometimes? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's there. A I lot mean, of hijack fans. <laughs> <laughs> It's a catalog world. I see why they're saying that because it's like you can stream anything now. And mm-hmm. people binge. That's why too. Oh, uh, yeah. For TV. Mm. Well, for YouTube. <laughs> for YouTube. Like, right, like so right. they'll they'll search Chromio and they'll and find... go on a K-hole. Yeah. They'll find but some like, performance in Pittsburgh, us, right? Yeah, right. Like, and and us, you're like, that like, was the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like for us, it's like people start watching It's The Real Sketch videos now. Yes. And it's like these are topical videos from ten years ago, but <laughs> yes, yes, like yes, you might not yes. get all the references, but they're there. I guess yeah. it matters yeah, to yeah, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. But is that why you bring back a song that's ten years old, twelve yes. years old? Yeah, yeah. I guess we were all like, let's put Needy Girl back in there. It's funny. Yeah, like, yeah. We'll see. We're also we. Uh, who knows? A hundred percent. That's another one. Yeah. That's oh, actually, it's, it's that's back? actually one I get a lot. Hundred percent. Yeah. The random like, oh my god, hundred percent. Yeah. Yo, that was like a MySpace staple. Yeah. Like, you know. It was. Yeah. That wasn't even on MySpace. No, that was like it was like <laughs> go to MySpace and like with all due respect, guys, and I bought your albums, but that was like find something that will rip this MySpace song and just take it off, <laughs> and I will have that MP3, and I still do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we don't. We never wanted. We never really pushed people to buy our albums. We just like get the music, come see the show. Well, now people just have to stream. They pay ten bucks a month or whatever, and it's it exists. And Which, by the way, yeah. I, I do want to say we've been to a lot of your shows, and they're awesome. So. Yeah, you guys, you guys show love at <laughs> we, the shows. We we yeah. love your shows. So I'm excited for this this new round. Yeah. Is it? It's the Head Over Heels tour too. Yep, that's dope. Phase one. There's gonna be phase two in the fall. We tour a lot. We're like a touring. How do you guys yeah. figure out who opens for you? Take submissions. Oh. <laughs> suggest people that we like. I mean, you know, it's it's kind of like we get we get a list and we're like, oh, this would be cool. This would be yeah. cool. Yodel, yodeling kid. Yeah. Yodeling, yeah. yodeling kid would yeah. be so good. <laughs> oh, my God. He has to go by that now, right? I mean, it can't just be like Mason, whatever his name is. It's so weird, right? Like, it's pop culture 2018 is. It, is it any more weird than Justin Bieber being found on YouTube? Like, you know. I think that the 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 quickness of it all oh, yes. is crazy. Yeah, yeah. But like you you can't deny that like that's There's a great a, song like that that they gave that to they him. gave to him. Like mm-hmm. it's it's right. a really like catchy and um just really well done song. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm getting so sincere about yeah. But it, kid, yeah, but, but it's Macarena, right? It's a novelty track. Right? I don't know because the thing is that like there is a country market here as opposed totally. to like they just opened well, up a. a like a spot right next to Caroline's, like right actually right across the street from Atlantic. Right, they opened up a a, a country uh, yeah. live space. Yeah, Opry something or other. Yeah, oh. which is crazy in New York. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I mean, what's the name of what's her name that she's at the country album that everybody? Uh, oh Casey, yeah, Casey Musgraves. Yes, whatever. correct. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's the you know critically acclaimed album of the year or whatever. I mean, it's it's there. Yeah, I think the weird thing is that like it's a kid will put out a viral video 
um, or Kim will put out a video, it goes viral, ends up on Ellen, it goes more viral, signs to a record label, then goes to Coachella a week later, is brought up by a DJ. Like, yeah. that's the weird right. part. Yeah. But, like, the fact that there's a talented kid who's 12 years old who would find some success, right. that's not the weird part. Right. 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 Absolutely right. You're absolutely yeah, absolutely right. It's, I, it's, I think it's great. It's not... It's not weirder than you know half of the pop stars today come from disney you know yeah the disney days you yeah. know from christina aguilera to, to demi lovato i so. think i think that that i think that for me the the question becomes more a thing of there you and obviously we're not going to solve that on solve or it on this maybe this is like the new mission of the podcast to solve <laughs> this but yes keep going like so Festivals like Coachella mm -hmm. or even publications like, say, Pitchfork Fader, mm. they used to be kind of like the indie safe space. In other words, you always had crazy Macarena stuff in the pop realm forever. You had Chocolate Rain Taison Day in yeah. the last <laughs> Jam, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you had Dick in the Box. Right. And all that stuff. That sure. was always there. I yeah. mean, cool, viral, crazy stuff was always there. It's cold in the knee. I mean, that was always yeah. there, yeah. right? Yeah. The, the thing that feels weird to us having performed in this festival circuit forever is when you see it infiltrate, when you see the kind of viral sensation slash influencer sensation slash all that stuff infiltrate a festival, for instance, Coachella, can mm -hmm. be another one, yeah. where it used to be this kind of like sacrosanct indie uh, bastion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, or So it used to be too weird for... Not too weird, just too left or too cred or name it however you want it. I mean, yeah. I, I remember the first time I saw, you know, an indie-ish publication cover, say, Beyonce or whatever in a, a pop record. I would be like, well, then what's the difference between Spin or Rolling Stone and them? Mm -hmm. right. There's none, mm -hmm. right? So I, I think for me, it's like sometimes what I have trouble processing is when you have the viral, the grotesque viral talent show at a festival that also has David Byrne. Right. By the way, maybe that's great. Maybe it's great. Maybe we are meant to see Killer Mike and Yodeling Kids side by side. I, I well, don't it, know. I haven't it, figured that one out yet. Isn't it the same thing as like when everybody on MySpace would start putting um, as their three genres like totally disparate just like right. words and it just became like a word salad? Yeah. Like I think that um, – about like, but we're living in a word salad right now. Oh well, that's that and, is and by very the way, true. Talking about Tyler and, and Odd Future, like they would categorize their stuff as like yeah, alternative or yeah. Or, or like you know, acoustic or yeah, something, like right? Darude Sandstorm or whatever the fuck. They <laughs> but that was that was them being funny. Yeah, right, 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 right. right. But what do you guys characterize your music as? Electrofunk. But <laughs> but what is the, where does that fall in like a Grammy category? Um, it's it depends when what you submit. We would be in the electronic electronic, category. yeah. But yeah, it's electronic. There's actually two. There's dance and there's electronic. It's bizarre. And you have not been nominated. No, that's a bit of a chip. Yeah, that's tell Julie chip. tomorrow. She knows. Or or we will. <laughs> or we will. <laughs> <laughs> but but again, like that's the thing is like we could really make ourselves miserable over that. But at one point, you just got to be like, you know what? Doesn't matter. Like it's like, first of all, like to me, like the way they did, you know. The way they did Tribe, uh, you know, I just... A lot of our favorite... I mean, I think Frank Ocean never got nominated. There's a bunch of stuff that... He's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's still hope for us, too. 
I, you, if we start focusing on that, on yeah. like the oh, we haven't yet done this, right? Like we're literally gonna go into this tour and all the cycle being bummed. There's a lot of like when you were talking about the ship. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of self conditioning. Like if you you gotta just like because otherwise. You'll be mad. Right. Yeah. right. You know? So what is on the bucket list then? We want longevity. Like, that's really what it is. Like, it does, you can't, it doesn't matter. What it, well, what is longevity then? Nine albums? More. All right. It's like. Because you're up to bo- five. It's a body of albums. It's like a story. You know? It's like the Flaming Lips. You know it's how you enough. still see them? Yeah. They're still Oh, of, you guys need to have like enough. a chrome ball that like goes across the crowd. Yo, I'm so happy that you guys aren't <laughs> like a like heavy a, chrome ball. A gimmick like like the presence of the United States of America. You know, they're just like, well, what if we take some like strings off the guitar? <laughs> just tune it differently. What? I guess it's enough to like <laughs> the prime ministers the, the of Canada. Career, <laughs> the ideal oh career God. is to have so much freedom and so much longevity that you can afford special albums bad albums yeah and just be like Yo, yeah, those we, are crazy we, like we got the ba- we got the bad albums are you talking about your own not like actually yeah you know what that's the next six months country album <laughs> let's do it you know? with mason ramsey <laughs> <laughs> imagine the luxury you know? hey, bless you bless you tomorrow me and dave you know let's do a klezmer album a klezmer album Oh my god. We did a um we had a video way back when called Deconstructing Jay Z. Remember when Jay was he was saying like uh Black Bar Mitzvahs oh, yeah. whatever yeah. the line was, right? American and, Gangster. Yeah. yeah. And so we did that and it was like a it was like a we dressed all of our friends up as like Orthodox Jews and like, you know, had them react to the video or whatever. Like we scripted it all. But we had uh our Klezmer producer version. Greg, yeah. Yeah. Do a whole Klezmer version of Rock Boys, and it's amazing. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can see it. So it's so funny. All right, we'll tell you our bucket list. We want you guys to do a full project with Dream. That'd be great. Um, what else? I want uh, your brother to do a whole album with Cameron. That's happening. Finally. Oh, my God. Well, it's not a whole. Well, albums are six songs now. No, but now at least I heard that. Okay, okay, good. Heard it. You heard the actual music, or you heard yeah. that it's happening? Because no, we've the heard music. that it's happening. No, I've, I've, me too. But they finally got in. Every time I heard, we see your I brother, heard six yeah. songs. Oh, great! Yeah, that's awesome. Six. Yeah. Um, what else do I want? I also want that. Yeah. Um, I want you guys to get fifty million dollars for your next Coachella show. Yeah, please. Yeah. It'd be great. Or a five million dollar headphone endorsement deal, and not blow the money. Yeah. <laughs> And we want you to be popular in, in Montreal again. <laughs> Yo, we want that too. We want that too. Yo, so Do you want us ju- to go 6 for 6? Yeah, yeah. 6 for 6 on the billboard. Uh, June 15th. June 15th is when the album comes out? Oh, listen, listen. <laughs> 6 for 6 on the billboard. <laughs> listen. Oh, we started working on the... Oh, wow. oh my God. I, I feel like... <laughs> Talk about someone goes viral. You should do a... yeah. Project with uh, with Khaled six nine. Oh yeah. yeah. Why wasn't he at Coachella? <laughs> maybe maybe, like, not, you know, maybe the Bloods wouldn't let him. In. He, can't, he didn't check in. He didn't check in with the right people. He didn't check in with Golden Boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so June June fifteenth, head over heels. Yeah. Congratulations, guys. We're, we're like we loved everything that came out so far. And and how many tracks is it? Eleven. Eleven. So we got like twelve, seven, eight more songs to 12. go. All right. Well. We can't, we can't wait, guys. By the way, it's 12. Your fault. It's 12. You wanted to be 12. Oh, the intro. Yeah. <laughs> 12. 12. There's one that's coming out tomorrow. Oh, I saw the artwork for it, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a world record on Beach One? Yeah. I think so.
Um, congratulations, guys. And thanks so much for coming through. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of A Waste Time with It's The Real. Jeff, if people want to find out more about us, I'm Eric, you're Jeff. We are It's The Real. If people want to find out more about this podcast, it's called A Waste of Time with It's The Real. If people want to find out more about our book, Rhyme Book, about our T-shirts, all the AKA T-shirts and the Lakers T-shirts and the Rockefeller T-shirts. People want to find out more about the Roots Picnic coming up on June 2nd in Philly. If people want to find out more about what's going on in the world of It's The Real, where can they go? You can always go to itsthereal.com, I-T-S-T-H-E-R-E-A-L.com. Go cop a t-shirt at itsthereal.com slash shop. Yeah. You can also find all of our old episodes and our new ones on soundcloud.com slash a waste of time or go to iTunes and search for a waste of time with It's The Real, Spotify, and all other streaming services, which is also where you can find our music. Yeah. Search for Teddy Bear Fresh. It is on Spotify and Apple Music and Pandora and... Title. Google Play. Let's not forget title. And SoundCloud.com slash It's The Real. You can find us on social media. Go to Twitter.com slash It's The Real or Instagram at It's The Real or Facebook at It's The Real. Yes. We are also on Snapchat. Guapdad4000 just added us on Snapchat. Is that right? We are It's It's The Real on there. We have not used Snapchat in a very long time, but people are still adding us. Guapdad. Reddit at It's It's The Real. I want to say It's It's The Real. And you can also find us on Twitch, which we haven't used yet, at It's The Real, It's The Real. All right, Jeff, this podcast is not going anywhere unless you guys, the people, spread the word. Let people know that they should be listening on a week-to-week basis. A waste of time with It's The Real is the name of this podcast. Let your friends and family know. And we know it starts with us. So, Jeff, what friends and or family would you like to tell? I want to tell. I don't know if if this guy's a friend or family. I don't know who this is. All right. But there's a guy who goes by Fuck Your Podcast. Are we sure it's a guy? I don't know. Okay. I don't know anything about uh, Fuck Your Podcast, but the fact is I'm down for the mission. I'm down for the cause. I think this guy wants smoke. If he wants to come to the Upper West Side, listen, like we are coming through with bats (laughs) and we got maces and we got, you know, helmets, whatever the fuck. Yeah, I mean, we don't have, like... It's it's aggressive. It's aggressive on the Upper West Side. Yeah, we don't have, like, zip guns or, you know, Ray-Bans or whatever. (laughs) Ray-Bans and zip guns? (laughs) Yeah. This is like a Batman, like an old-school Batman thing. Pow. Pow, yeah. Yeah. Zing. Uh, Fuck Your Podcast is the account. Go tell everyone about A Waste of Time with It's The Real. Fuck Your Podcast. You know what? Fuck Your Podcast. Jeff, I want to tell Christian Andrabato. Christian Andrabato from Toronto... Canada. Oh, shout out to Christian who. What is this about? <laughs> it is about a tweet that he put online not that long ago where he says, Been hip to It's the Real for the better part of 10 years or so. Wow. But they've really hit their stride with the work that they're doing on their podcast. The variety of guests between prominent figures and behind the scenes people is making for some really great content. Shout out to Christian. We appreciate you spreading the word. Let people know that we shouted you out and you shout to the heavens about this very podcast that you're really fucking with. Fuck your podcast. Fuck your podcast. Yeah. As always, guys, not for real, for real. Sure, sure. See you guys next week. Brrrah!